All right, welcome back in. It's hour two of The Realist Show on radio, your daily dose of reality radio. The free-range human show of choice, your shot of testosterone. TRT therapy right here via The Clay Edwards Show every morning, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM WYAB. That testosterone, it makes it makes them mad. They're over there taking their hormone blockers and their estrogen. This ain't their show of choice. But they listen anyway, because they're a bunch of stark, raving, mad anger addicts. Welcome in. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends down at Stonington Farm Beef, right there in Perkinston, Mississippi. They're up here in the central Mississippi area making deliveries about every other week or so. You can uh, get with Miss Katie Stonington through their website at Stonington, with two N's, StoningtonFarm.com, and uh, get your order. I was talking to my buddy Joe Jafria, has Southern Coastal Cooking yesterday. I stopped by where he works and talked to him for a minute. And uh, he was asking me, and Joe's one of the most well-known YouTube cooks out there, and he's based out of right here in central Mississippi. And he was asking me about Stonington Farm beef, and uh, he, Joe's about to get him an order together. And uh, looking for, and he, we had this conversation. He's like, you know, a lot of people don't realize that they think they're getting grass-fed beef from these places, but it's really, uh, really grain-finished. And don't get me wrong, it's not a bad cut of meat. But but it's not grass-fed if it's grass-finished. So, and look, I'm not a beef expert, but if I want grass-fed, I also want it grass-finished. You know what I mean? Anyway, you get that at Stonington Farm, and that's what Joe's looking forward to trying. We had a good conversation about it, and uh, he's going to be getting him some. And he'll do, he'll do a much better version, a much better cooking video than Clay will. So looking forward to Joe trying Stonington Farm and uh, getting his opinion on it. But look, hormone-free. No additives, no grain. I got two Stonington Farm ribeyes sitting on my counter at the house right now, defrosting for tonight. So looking forward to having those. And uh, you can too. They, they're ground, I'm telling you, the ground beef is phenomenal. And look, the great thing is you don't have to buy a quarter of a cow or half a cow to get these great local all grass-fed beef. You can just say, hey, I want 10 pounds of ground chuck, or I want 10 pounds of ribeye. They'll slice it how you want it, and they'll have it individually wrapped and frozen for you. It's called ICQ, I think, individually frozen. And, man, it's ready for you. It's great stuff. SoningtonFarmBeef.com, the grass-fed difference. All right, I am live in the dark in the dark studios here at 103.9. Uh, Flora's having a little bit of power issues, but we're at full power, according to the boss man, so Good stuff there. I asked you, my question of the day was was a simple one. Kind of have a little fun the second hour. I said, what is your favorite, sorry, I just got a text. What's your favorite closed restaurant that's no longer open? And man, sometimes you forget how many people listen. So let's see here. You guys started texting, and Weston Sizzler was a quick one. And I am disappointed <laughs> <laughs> all the Weston Sizzler ones. There was a much better restaurants, but I get it, man. We we like what we like. And somebody texted in and said the metal plates at Weston Sizzler. And the metal plates were are cool. I love I mean the stainless steel plates. I love that. And somebody also texted in and said the Hill restaurant in South Jackson, the lunches over there, you can't beat them. You know, if you listen to this show for any amount of time, I often talk about the Hill. My parents used to take me there all the time as a kid. And it was great. And they also had the stainless steel steak plates. But they had the battered fries, hand-battered French fries. 
So it was like every bite was like a potato log, but it was a French fry. Oh, man, put a little Worcestershire sauce on it and dip it in some ketchup. So good. So good. No wonder I turned into a fat little kid. Eating battered fries and steak two or three times a week will do that to you, I guess. Getting Pizza Hut delivered every other night. We had no clue about health growing up, did we? Uh, let's see here. Brent just texted in on the Guns of Gear text line and brought up another great one, which is actually, I lived on Castile Drive, which looped around into Shady Lane right off Raymond Road. And Punchy's was at the, was at the top of Shady Lane on the corner of Raymond Road. And he said, um, I missed the show line number, but uh, Punchy's, hands down, the best steak. Yeah, Punchy's was great. Man, we used to ride our bicycles over there, and we never ate there too much as kids. Because we, we always went down to the hill because my dad was friends with Tom Bradley that on the hill. So, we, like I said, we, we remember going to Punchy's a couple times. But uh, the old man, Mr. Punchy, the old retired professional boxer, would sit around and tell war stories and like old boxing stories and stuff, just like Rocky in uh, that most recent Rocky movie where he owned the restaurant in it. Punchy's was like our own local version of that. And that was really cool. That's one of those childhood memories I'll, uh, I'll have with me forever. Let's see here. So good, good stuff there, Brent. Uh, Josh said, Wesson Sizzler, like my steak. <laughs> he says he likes his steak like he likes his women, cheap and tough. <laughs> I'm going to tell your girlfriend you said that, Josh. Uh, Sarah Woods, time out. Yes, man, time out was awesome. Uh, the old fella that owned time out, man. That's where I first met Lance Gamble that has Capital Grill. Time out had a lot of good memories. A lot of good memories. Food was great. Food was always good. They always uh, they they had one of the best plate lunches in town at Time Out. Uh, my buddy Corey loved Time Out. I used to refer to it as where a good time goes to die. We'd be partying somewhere, and Corey, let's go to Time Out. Then we'd just sit at a table staring at each other. Like, why did we come to Time Out? But no, I'm kidding. We'd always have a good time there. It was always a good crew of folks there. Uh, Lane and just all of them, man. Great, great crew of folks at Time Out. They've all kind of relocated down to Capitol Grill. That was the first place I met my friend Sarah was uh, at Time Out. She was bartending with some uh, with the twins that I grew up with, Missy and Mindy there. Um, the stalker is uh, harassing some folks online today. Shocker. Let's get to the guns and gear text here. Y'all are really hitting me up during the break here. I, I read all of them, so I got to kind of go back to the beginning. Let's see. It said, man... Time Out had the best chicken tenders and walked me down drinks from unknown texture there. Another one says, uh, what about Town Fish House at Shady Lane and Raymond Road? Town Fish House, so Shady Lane and Raymond, that was Punchy's. Unless at one point it also turned into, uh, I don't remember that. See, I grew up right there. I don't remember that being a Town Fish House. But I do remember all the fish houses up and down Highway 18, the Lucky Fisherman. Uh, I think Inez's turned into, one of the Inez's was the Lucky Fisherman. Also, it turned into Visions Nightclub, where they had the oil wrestling and the boxing ring set up in it. That was the little old Lucky Fisherman, I believe. Yeah. Those are, you know, I was having a conversation, a little off subject here. Well, kind of. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other night about Mexican restaurants. And she says, she, she was like, you know, I don't remember all these Mexican restaurants when I was growing up. I said, I don't either. When, when did the whole Mexican restaurant boom happen? Because, of course, we had El Chico's. And I remember growing up kind of in the Byram area, we had Fernando's. 
But somewhere along the mid-90s to the late 90s, particularly in the early 2000s, this Mexican restaurant boom happened around here. And next thing you know, that's where we all celebrate birthdays and holidays and start our evenings out before we went out was at a Mexican restaurant. I just it, it just seemed like it happened quick. We went from not having a whole lot of Mexican restaurants to boom, there's a Mexican restaurant on every corner. And our enthusiasm for Mexican restaurants has not faded much, has it? We went to one for my daughter's birthday uh, Tuesday night uh, out there in Flowood. And it was packed. I bet you I heard happy birthday be sung four or five times. But it dawned on me in our conversation why that, I know why they got so popular. Food ain't bad. Service is usually pretty good. You don't get a whole lot of back talk from somebody that doesn't speak English. And it's affordable. Like, you know, groups of uh, teenagers can take $10 in there and eat. You can barely take $10 and order off the dollar menu at a fast food restaurant. But I'm just curious, man. What what caused the Mexican restaurant boom around here? Because it happened quick. You know, I think the first one, other than El Chico's, that we really went and hung out at a lot was, uh, is it La Casuela on Fortification there? Is that the one on Fortification? There was also the one by North Park in the Walmart parking lot there. Those two were like the, the anchors. I mean, those were the ones that people really went and partied at, had a good time with. Uh, Ready Teddy text in, says the Mexican restaurant boom came with the Mexican construction workforce came to America. I, you know, I, I was kind of wanting to wanting to say that, but I hated to feel like I was taking that politically because I didn't want to. I, I, I love my Mexican, uh, our Mexican folks here, man. I've had nothing but good experiences with 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 the Mexican folks. Now, nothing but good experiences. Um. But I, you know, I, I still disagree with coming over illegally. However, if you're gonna come over illegally, at least work. I, I sold a car to a uh, to a Mexican dude the other day, and he'd been here for twelve years, eleven or twelve years, and he does does construction work. He's here legally, and I just asked him. I said, "Man, I may have talked about this last week. I don't remember." But I just said straight up, "I said, man, I got a question for you." I said, "Do you think the American worker?" has gotten lazy and he kind of it looked like he was kind of scared to answer like i was setting him up for a trick question or something i said before you answer i said i do i said i think they've gotten very lazy especially on the general labor side nobody wants to do hard work anymore he goes yeah yeah that's what we see too i was like yeah, i thought so that's why they're you know if we hadn't have created the market for them to come because we're too lazy to work generally speaking when i say we as mean americans they wouldn't be flooding in our flooding in our southern border at the rate they are. But they know there's jobs here because we're too lazy to work. We don't want them. You got one demographic that thinks general labor is slavery, and you got another demographic that thinks they're too good to do it. Or just too lazy to do it. Too busy trying to be TikTok stars. I'm just saying, man, learn to swing a hammer. Learn to sling some weight. Get your weight up. Get your weight up. Uh, Chris texts in and says it's the booming Hispanic population. Yeah. All right. Let me uh, get back to the text here. See, I love this stuff, man. I can sit here and talk about old Jackson and restaurant stuff all day. Uh, somebody chimed in and said two sisters. Yeah. I believe that's back open, if, if I'm right or not. The guy that owns, my buddy Jason, that owns George Street or Old Tavern, 
has the big patio and has two sisters. I, I, I think it's back open. I'm not 100% sure. But we got a text here that says, I really miss Poe folks. Danvers, Hamburgers, Miser's Winner's Chicken, Burger Chef, and Pasquale's to name a few. You know, the only one of those I ever had to got to try was Poe folks and Miser's Winner's Chicken. Uh, I never did get to do Pasquale's or Burger Chef. Um, Teddy texts back in too with another good one. Said it wasn't known as a it was known as a bar, but Joker's had really good food. Joker's did have really good food, and it was really known as a bar. But when I used to ride with Jim King on the uh, draft truck for Capital City Beverage back in the mid nineties, we hit every bar in town, uh, every bar and restaurant in town that had draft beer, and we used to would eat lunch at Joker's every day at two because we had to between eleven and two we couldn't get in any restaurants, so we would just go to to uh, Jokers and sit there and play the eight-line machine and eat a plate lunch. Good times, man. Oh, somebody did say, somebody caught me, said, man, I can't believe you didn't say Cherokee. Yes, the Cherokee. And Brent just texted in too and said, Scotty's in South Jackson. Uh, shame on me. That, that's the one that I, a little part of my heart died when Scotty's went away forever. The Ville Cutlets, mmm. Give it, put them in my belly. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Hey, this weekend you're out car shopping, man. I got two options for you. I got three options for you. If you're looking for a good quality pre-owned truck, over 100,000 miles, want to save a little money, come see me at Ellis Autoplex. You're looking to sell your vehicle, don't want to deal with all these Craigslist crazies, marketplace maniacs, people writing you bad checks, counterfeit checks, all that stuff, no worries. Come over to Ellis Autoplex. We're going to make you a good, fair market value offer and scratch you a local, real check on the spot. You can run, go cash it, and uh, be good to go. You won't have to have... Therese over at Dark Horse Press doing a story about how you got a bad check for your car like somebody did last week. We'll take care of you at Ellis Autoplex. If you're looking for a new Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram or a low-mileage premium-used vehicle, get over and see my friends at Mack Hike of Flowood right over there on Lakeland Drive. We're going to have them on in the next segment talking about their specials of the weekend for you guys. And last but not least, if if you're in the buy-here-pay-here market, you know, credits on the fritz, need to just need a vehicle. Um, our friends down at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Lot in Crystal Springs, they got you covered. Um, good, good, uh, good, inexpensive cash cars, stuff like that. And here's a really good thing about them down there at Mercy House Teen Challenge all that money goes to helping young men. All right, we're back. Y'all stay safe out there. There's that weather warning. It's coming through. It just came through Florida. It is, uh, it's rough, man. So if you got to be on the roads, be careful, man. Uh, if you're a Scott County, Rankin County, East Mississippi, uh, you know, well, moving east from Jackson, <clears throat> it's coming. It's going to be coming through there, heading across that way. So stay safe out there. It is a rough one. Uh, no tornadoes, but I just wouldn't want to be on the road. I will just say that. 
Uh, finishing up what I was saying, I think I was talking about Mercy House Teen Challenge, uh, their auto lot down in Crystal Springs, buy here, pay here. It's a 501c3, so all the money goes back to Mercy House Teen Challenge to help put men, put fathers back in homes that are dealing with addiction issues. They're helping them get recovered, helping them through recovery, finding Christ, and all that. The car lot funds that. One of the cool things is you can donate your car to them for a tax write-off. If you've got an old car, running or not, donate it to Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Lot down at Crystal Springs. You'll get the tax write-off at full value. So let's just, for example, maybe you could sell the car for $1,000, but maybe the write-off is worth $3,000. They can help you out with that. You know, Especially uh, you self-employed folks that actually got to pay taxes that don't get taxes back. That could be a big help for you, right? 1099 guys out there, speaking for myself here, uh, to get a real deal right off cash, stay, staying in your pocket right off, that's a big deal. So keep that in mind. Uh, we, we, gotta, we have three great automotive sponsors here on the show. All of them do something a little bit different. And uh, we appreciate your support of them. All right, back to the Guns of Gear text line. Man, we're having fun this morning. We're having fun this morning. Uh talking about closed restaurants that we loved. But I want to—I just got a text on the Gunzinger text line here, and I want to mention something. Uh say, can you mention the Brandon High School boys basketball team will be playing in the state championship game versus Northwest Rankin this Saturday night at the Coliseum? By the congrats to both of them. You know, I'm a 042 guy. I kind of adopted Brandon, so I'll be pulling for Brandon. But shout out. We, you know, we talked about this earlier in the week, right? about how 042 versus 047 is about as strong of a rivalry within it as Pearl versus Brandon. And here we are, to my point, Northwest versus Brandon for the state championship in men's basketball. So uh, go teams. Pull, uh, pull Go Brandon. But I, you know, I won't be upset if Northwest Rankin wins either. I got a bunch of friends and family, a uh, bunch of friends anyway, with Northwest Rankin. So pull them for Rankin County either way. Man, how, where are the Jackson High Schools at? I thought Jackson owned the, uh, the, 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 the big house. Where are them Jackson schools at? Where Provine, Murrah, Wingfield, Forest Hill? I thought y'all were supposed to be the basketball district. I thought this was y'all's thing. You can't play football, but I thought y'all could do basketball. What happened? What happened? Y'all sending all the good kids out to Rankin County? Live at the auntie's house? Get them out of JPS? We know that's what happened. I mean, it's a rhetorical question. We know exactly what happened. <laughs> Let's see here. Stay on subject, Clay. Stay on subject, Clay. Uh, Woodrow chimes in. I used to bartend at the Palacio, El Palacio. Good food and drink. Woodrow, let me know what that was. I don't remember El Palacio. Um, some of the other, my favorite other closed restaurants, New Orleans Cafe. I wasn't a big uh, eater of that kind of food at the time, but I always loved New Orleans Cafe. My uncle JC used to hang out there all the time. So I'd go up there, hang out with him, and watch Jeopardy some at a New Orleans cafe and uh, it always smelled like seafood in there. So I love the smell. Like always smell like crab bowl in there. 
kind of like a crawfish place. So New Orleans Cafe definitely makes the list. Hey, speaking of crawfish, we went eight last night at Mudbugs 042. It's just a block from my house. So went over there last night, met some friends, my daughter, my sister. And I noticed something. You know, I'm a very observant person. I like to people watch. Really, really enjoy people watching. And I noticed last night that white Caucasian, I know white and Caucasian are the same thing, but Caucasian males, groups of them, really enjoy trivia night at places. My goodness. Every table had six or eight white males into the trivia, son. I mean, they were into it. Like bingo at the VFW. It was on. And I'm not hating. I just, uh, I mean, my guys, man, we we went to like ladies night and stuff like that, not trivia night. But hey, teach their own. It was packed. It was packed. I know it was packed down at uh, Back Porch 471 also. Rankin County loves its crawfish places. Absolutely loves its crawfish places, and so do I. Great places. Let's, uh, let's bust back open the Guns and Gear text line real quick. Let's, uh, somebody texts in and says, I love people watching too. <laughs> let's see here. Somebody said because they know all the answers. That's right. They do. They do. Uh, Woodrow says El Palacio was on 55, the old steam room. There was one in the middle. That's right. That's right. Let's take a call real quick, man. We Some of our some of our segment got ate up with that with that weather warning. So I'm, I'm going to run over on this segment a little for y'all. Hey, Collie, you're on there. Hey, Clay. It's RLD, man. Hey, brother. What's up? Not too much. I, did, I don't know. I just tuned in. Did you mention timeout, man? I did. I did. We had three or four people mention timeout. So, yeah, well, I was talking about yeah, that's me, where, me and Corey's good times there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of good times at timeout, man. Whew, I got left there all the time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> and this is about- Richard Hartong, the old owner, got rest his soul, man. I mean, I, I swear he would put up a cot for me in the back. Oh, yeah. Look, man, I was I was messing with Corey the other day. I said, man, I, um, you had to be very creative. To go to timeout with Corey because you were going to get left, and this was before Uber days. <laughs> so it's like you—you you had to have somebody locally, and I lived out in South Jackson. Byram, it wasn't as easy for me. You know, right. it's like I had to have somebody on speed dial. Hey, come get me from timeout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they'd always call me. They're like, "You left your card here. You left your keys here. Your truck's in the parking lot still." <laughs> Just uh, keeping watch on the place. Right. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, while I got you on the phone, man, you playing anywhere this weekend? I'm off this weekend, man. Uh, my girlfriend is in the Caribbean, so I have the house myself. So I'm making uh, every day a no pants day. Oh yeah, and binge watch things that she wouldn't want to watch with you. I mean, it's on. Exactly, dude. <laughs> I like it. All right, brother. All right, man. You keep up the good work, dude. Hey, you too, RD. Appreciate you. All right, later. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Tools when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. I'd like to thank the boss man here, Matthew. He just got me some light here in the studio. Uh, we're broadcasting at full power, but we're doing it from a dark studio. Here, this is Wolfman Jack broadcasting live. That's what I feel like in here uh, with no lights on. But anyway, we've got a lamp now. I can see. I can read. And this segment's going to be brought to you by our friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Hey, look, man. If you're looking for something fun to do, something healthy to do, something to build your self-esteem, your confidence, 
and uh, help you fight back against bullies and online terrorists like I have to. Check out Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Uh, They offer adult Jiu-Jitsu under Hoist Gracie Black Belt Chance Shepherd, and that is a big deal, man. It takes around 12 years here to achieve that that status, and that's working nonstop, and Chance has done that. I grew up with Chance, actually. Uh, he'd been kicking butt in karate tournaments for as long as I've been, uh, as long as I've known him since we were 14, 15 years old. So I was not surprised at all to find out he had opened up these Gracie Souths. They also offer fitness kickboxing. Great. It's a great non-monotonous workout, and you kind of learn how to fight a little bit through kickboxing. You'd be surprised. Hey, kids. They have kids jiu-jitsu, which helps the confidence, mental focus, and bully prevention, as well as helps with discipline and all kind of things, man. I tried to get my daughter into uh, jiu-jitsu years and years ago. It just wasn't her thing. Wish it would have been. And uh, women. They have a women's-only self-defense class available with a female instructor, so there's no men intimidation-type uh, environment. Uh, those things are very. Those kind of classes are very popular. There's women that just don't want to be around men, and there's married women that don't want to be around men. All that type of stuff. Bazillion reasons why you wouldn't want to be around men. <clears throat> so, see the inboxes. See some of the things men send to women. I wouldn't want to be around them either. Anyway, get out there, Gracie South Jiu Jitsu and Kickboxing. Two locations to serve you. One over there on Ridgecrest Drive in Madison, and another one right there. In Graymont, I'm sorry, in Fairmont Plaza in Pearl. That's Gracie South Jiu Jitsu and Kickboxing. You can check them out online, graciesouth.com, or go to their Facebook page, Gracie South Jiu Jitsu and Kickboxing Headquarters. They uh, they have a Pearl Facebook page too. They everything's separate, but you can find it all in one place there. All right, check them out. Oh, hey, the important part: first week's free. So go for a week, give it a try. If you like it, uh, sign up. If you don't didn't cost you anything. And if you decide to sign up, mention that you heard it here on the Clay Edwards Show, and you get 20% off. Parents, get your kids out there. Get them signed up. First week's free, then 20% off if you say you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show. Or, hey, maybe for yourself. That's what I encourage. Maybe we make it a family night of training every week at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Good stuff there. All right. Uh, As we... Wind the show down here, letting that last 15 minutes or so. I, um, I'm going to finish up reading y'all's guns and gear text. I said it was a free-for-all Friday, and I mean it. You guys kind of get to dictate what we're doing here a little bit. Somebody said Iron Horse. Yes, but, I mean, Iron, we're talking about rest, favorite restaurants that are no longer open. And uh, everybody used to say Iron Horse, but it's back. And Iron Horse is great. It really is. It is definitely one of the bright spots in Jackson. Uh, same texture that said Iron Horse said Shoney's breakfast bar at 2 a.m. Was Shoney's open that late? Was Shoney's open that late and I didn't know it? I feel like I have been robbed of something. I, I went to Waffle House. If I'd known Shoney's was open, I'd have been down like four flats at 2 in the morning. Let's see here. <clears throat> kind of a random question, but I thought about it when you mentioned tax write-offs earlier. What do you think about the Fair Tax Act that was proposed not too long ago? It would basically abolish the IRS. Just curious what your thoughts are on it. I'm personally for it, 20%. I agree. Me personally, I agree. I have been raped and pillaged by the IRS as an adult, and uh, they <clears throat> dang near drove me into bankruptcy over audits and stuff, which, I mean, I was way above my pay grade. And I am not a fan of the IRS at all. 
And if we can put everybody that works for them out of business, out of work, in the welfare line, in the unemployment line, I would be just fine with that. Yeah, I'm just doing my job. You should find another job because you're doing the devil's work. You are a, you are not a good person. Not a good person. Um, <clears throat> Chris chimes back in, uh, talking about the restaurants, the closed restaurants, and uh, then I got into my rant about the American workforce being lazy. So I'm kind of giving y'all some context to these next few texts here. It said the metal plates at Weston Sizzler. Or at Cock of the Walk, too. Beef tips with bell peppers and onions at the Weston Sizzler was great, along with the baked potatoes. Yeah, I love their fried chicken, too. They The Sizzler had great fried chicken. He said, uh, he talked about the boom in Hispanic populations, where the rest, the Mexican restaurant boom came from. Then he said, American workforce isn't lazy, but the politicians wanted cheap laborers, both political parties, too. I don't disagree with both political parties on that. Um, I Since I've started doing this show, I've become less and less and less of a law-abiding Republican. You know, I don't just go lockstep with whatever the party says and the politicians say. I, the, more you, the more you learn about politics, the less loyal you are to any one side or the other. But I will say this. Um, as conservatives, we're really, really quick to point the finger at Democrats, black Democrats in particular, and say, the black, vote, the black folks just give their dang vote away to, to Democrats. They don't even consider Republicans. You know, why would, why would you just give your vote away? The flip side is, and I'm, I'll be the first to raise my hand in the studio here, I'm the same way. I'm not even considering a Democrat. The Republicans, no matter how bad they are, are probably still going to get my vote, a la Michael Guest. At the end of the day. You know, so if I'm being 100% honest, I can't really say nothing to black folks about uh, pimping their vote out to, uh, or not pimping, the complete opposite, giving their vote blindly to Democrats. Because I do the same thing to Republicans, even though I get up here and talk all this crap. When I walk in that booth, I ain't pulling the lever for a Democrat. I just can't do it. I'll get to vote Democrat when I'm dead. In the meanwhile, I ain't voting Democrat. Now, I'm not saying I won't vote third party, but I just, I ain't voting Democrat. I, I can't do it. Ain't happening, son. So it's easy to sit here and point that finger and talk about black folks uh, just just blindly giving their votes to Democrats, but we do it too as conservatives. We do it too. Um, Texture, uh, on the guns of your text line, unknown texture. And I know most of y'all have actually sent me your names to these text messages. I'm sorry I keep saying unknown texter. I got to go back through and save y'all's names. If you would, shoot me a text with your name to the Guns and Gear text line. And as soon as I get off the air, I'm going to lock y'all in. 769-241-1944. Unknown texter says, A quote from another podcast to listen to, Republicans are the answer to all of your problems, but Democrats are definitely the cause of them. And that's from Jason. Thank you. Yeah, now that is the solace I can take from that is at least Republicans do attempt to pretend to care for, to, to do things that I agree with. I mean, at least they attempt to. Democrats do everything against what's best for Americans. That's why, that to me, that's the difference. Uh, black folks have given their vote away to Democrats constantly and got nothing in return for it. Ah, right, dang it. All that for nothing. So, but yeah, that's my, to, to my point, I think that 
it's just disappointing to see people give their vote away and never get anything in return for it. When you look at the communities that are led by Democrats are the worst communities in America, at least conservative communities, Republican majority communities are, are, are in better shape. Are they perfect? No, nowhere is. Except wherever Donald J. Trump is. But nothing's perfect. Even Pearl and Brandon aren't perfect. I mean, there's a few Democrats that live there too. You know? Huh, if we could just make them go away. I kid. Yeah, I just got a text here. A friend of mine driving in from Scott County says uh, she feels like there's a tornado. I, t- I told you. The wind is terrible. If you are out on the roads right now, I don't want to tell you to pull over on the interstate. That's dangerous. But be careful, my friends. Be careful if you're uh, out there east east Rankin, that area. That storm is moving east now from Jackson through Rankin County, uh, heading into Smith and Scott or whatever, that going that direction. So y'all stay safe out there on the roads. I mean that. Uh, back to the Guns of Gear text. I'm getting y'all's names locked in. Robbie, I got you locked in. Thank you. Chase. I got you locked in. Thank you. Jason, got you locked in. Thank you. Let's see here. Says, I know on day late, just now hearing about your show. Sorry, man. Awesome show. Um, I had asked a question yesterday. What was the worst political candidate in the state? And uh, this, this fella had texted in and answered it just a day late. Says, a worst political politician in Scott County will be Richard Bubba Gregory. Sleeps with, I can't say that. I can't say that. Uh, and then it says Richard Prestige Constable. See, I can't get into hearsay on uh, on the show. I really got to start proofreading these things. Look, let's take a break real quick, and we'll be right back to close out the show here today on the Clay Edwards Show, live in the Mac Hiker Fluid Studios. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the last segment of the week here at the Clay Edwards Show. I just want to take a second and thank you all for. Uh, participating in the guns in your text line and the phone calls today. Um, I, you know, I, it's kind of a roll of the dice when I say free for all Friday. You never know what direction it's going to go. And uh, you guys have took the ball and ran with it today. So excellent, excellent show. I really do appreciate the engagement and the participation. And uh, <clears throat> again, I'm just the guy behind the mic. So I appreciate you all helping steer the ship today. And my goodness, I read the rest of this text from about Scott County off the air on the Guns of Gear text line. And, I mean, allegedly, there's law enforcement that are uh, stealing drugs and giving them to their wives and uh, all kind of corruption over there in Scott County. Maybe Shad White needs to take a peek into Scott County, if any of this text is true, which I don't know why it wouldn't be, because why would anybody make these things up? Scott County, that is a uh, that is a county that's come up on this show a lot lately, hasn't it? We've been talking about Scott County a good bit. Scott County's been kind of hiding down there, over there, should I say. Well, a lot going on over there. Uh, Dustin texts in on the Guns of Your text line and says, I saw Tupac uh, about a year after he died at Denny's on Ellis Avenue at 3 a.m. one night. He was with two white girls. We made eye contact, and they bailed, left their food on the table. But, hey. You know, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe not. Maybe not. I used to have a friend that looked like Tupac. We used to tell people he was Tupac. Miss Sylvia says she ain't a big fan of of of, uh, of taxes either. 
She says, I am, I'm a, not a big fan of taxes either. Amen. She goes, Rideshare companies do not take out any taxes from your pay. The driver has to do them themselves and pay quarterly. Of course, the IRS system is retarded. And uh, Andrew, I got you locked in, man. Thank you for the text. Guys, great show. Jim Thorne's up next with his music show this week. Got a great guest lined up for y'all. I'll be back Monday morning. Three hours of chaos uh, followed up with uh, Miss Allison Oe and our health show. Don't forget, Tuesdays, 9 to 10, I've got the folks from Kelly's Greens in here for Grow Your Know. It is the go-to medical marijuana show in Mississippi. See y'all Monday. Stay safe. Stay blessed. ClayEdwardsShow.com.